This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. If you've been living under a rock the last few weeks, then you probably missed the news that Silicon Valley Bank failed. And not only Silicon Valley Bank, but there's been other banks that have faced the risk of collapse and complete failure. If you've been keeping up with this news, then you're up to date. You might be wondering though, is your money safe in your bank? Stick around and we'll take you through everything you need to know about the SVB collapse and if your money is safe in the bank. Okay, so bank collapses have been making headlines recently, and it's natural to be concerned, of course, about the safety of your money. While there's no need to panic, it's always good to make sure that you're informed about the absolute best situation that you find yourself in. And in this episode, we're going to take a closer look at the recent collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and what led to its closure. We're also going to discuss the broader implications of bank collapses and whether your money is safe in the bank because everyone's concerned about that. So let's get started. On March 10th, 2023, Silicon Valley Bank was closed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation, and it was placed under the direction of the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation as a receiver because that's how the FDIC is set up. If a bank fails, they immediately close the bank, they transfer all deposits into a different bank controlled by the FDIC as a receiver. Uh, the reason for the closure of Silicon Valley Bank was due to multiple factors. The first factor was lack of diversification in their investments. And then the second factor was a classical bank run. So let's talk about the first factor first. Silicon Valley Bank was heavily invested in treasuries and bonds. As a result of inflation dramatically increasing and the bond market going down, 
they actually ended up on the bad end of their bond investments and ended up losing money. Now, simultaneously, there was a bank run where customers began to withdraw their deposits simultaneously due to their concern about the bank's solvency and its ability to stay afloat. The collapse of Silicon Valley Bank had a significant impact on the tech industry because Silicon Valley is, as you may know, in California, where a lot of startups are actually located and large tech companies invest in Silicon Valley Bank. It's where a lot of those new tech startups actually bank and a lot of founders and investors have their money. Now, what led to the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank? We just kind of talked about what happened to it. Well, they invested a significant amount of their deposits in long-term U.S. treasuries, like I mentioned earlier, in bonds and agency-backed more mortgage securities. However, when the Federal Reserve hiked interest rates in 2022 to combat inflation, the value of those investments began to drop. The bank, because they were really heavily concentrated in U.S. treasuries or bonds, the lack of diversification also played a part, as did the shift from short-term investments to long-term securities that left them without sufficient short-term investments to protect their liabilities. So you may be wondering what all this means. Well, essentially, because they lost money and they weren't diversified, and one of the things that you always hear from money gurus and investment gurus is the importance of diversification in a portfolio. So there's a certain mixture of how much money in equities or stocks you should have versus how much money in bonds you should have versus how much money in real property or real estate you should have versus how much money you have in other assets that produce income or gain value over time. And this is also why it's recommended on a financial level that you do not put all your money into one place, but you have multiple holes in the water, so to speak, or multiple ways to gain income when you're trying to make investments. Because at some point, some of your investments are going to be up, some of your investments are going to be down. But at the end of the day, over time, you achieve some kind of stasis and then you get your money out. Silicon Valley Bank didn't do that. They were very heavily invested in bonds. And then when the inflation went up and the Fed had the rate. And as a result of inflation, trying to fight inflation and the bond market turned, they were forced with the loss of all the money that they had invested in treasuries. So upon hearing this, people got afraid as you might as well, if you knew that your bank was actually investing in these type of bonds, which are traditionally stable and they produce a lower, because of this stability, they produce a lower return on investment. So on average years, they seem like a very stable investment in a way for a person not to lose money, except for when you're fighting extreme inflation like we've had over the last 18 to 24 months. So people freaked, they went and got their money out and that causes, in addition to the capital loss that they had because of their investment in bonds, it just causes fear. And then more people and more people come in to take their money out. So what ended up happening is the question came up, is there enough money to actually cover the deposits in the bank that, that depositors made and against all the losses that they had. Will the bank be able to cover it? And so the federal government had to step in through the FDIC to guarantee all the deposits at Silicon Valley Bank, which totaled billions of dollars. So this brings us to our third point. And what you may be wondering is my money safe in my bank. It's essential to remember that the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation insures most banks up to $250,000 per account. That means that if your bank fails, then your deposits are protected up to $250,000. However, it's still important to choose a bank that's financially stable and well-regulated. That means that you have to do your research. You should look for banks with strong capital ratios and positive reviews from customers. And in the unlikely event that your bank does fail, FDIC will work to protect your deposits and transfer them to another insured institution. So one of the things that you may want to consider is how much money do you have in the bank? If you have more than $250,000 in the bank, you may have to ask yourself, what financial institution can I find 
that has protections over $250,000. And if they don't, then you need to figure out a better solution as to where you should put your cash, ensure that you protect yourself in the event of a bank failure or an institutional failure that might cost you money down the road. So to answer your question as to whether your money is safe in the bank, the answer is yes, as long as you choose stable, well-regulated banks. While bank collapses can be concerning, it's important to remember that the FDIC exists to protect depositors and that your deposits up to $250,000 are insured. So always think for yourself, always have a plan, and always do your research when you're going into any business relationship, any transactional relationship with any institution. It doesn't matter what it is. Make sure you know how to read a financial statement. And here's where financial literacy comes into play. You want to make sure that your bank is very well capitalized based off of its own particular investments and the amount of money it has to cover the depositors that are there. Look at the history of the bank and how they've actually invested money. And are they a bank that returns dividends to shareholders because they're a publicly traded bank? You should take a look at the ability of your bank to repay deposits based off of its track record with how it manages money. And almost all banks are required to show their financial stability on a board, either in a lobby or on the website, so that you can actually take a look at their balance sheet. It's so important to learn how to read financial financial statements, because that is the bloodline that is the health of any business, any for-profit business. So thank you for joining me for today's episode. Remember that if you don't go to work securing your future and building your own business, you're going to go to work on building the business and the dreams of other people. Until next time, I'm Micah. Have a good day. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.